Um, no names. Well, let's start editing, recording. Yeah, go oh. ahead. Well, during let's call him JD. Don't the say the full name. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That guy will the, sue us into oblivion. The, the certain comic who uses Puppet. ventriloquist. Puppet. Yeah, yeah, we, we would see ventriloquist. Well, you know what? I'm sure Walter can't sue us. So Walter and uh, what happened to the, the terrorist bomber guy? Oh, Ahmed. Ahmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he killed you. But anyways, yeah, we saw him and he was talking about, you know, the, uh, well, if you're sitting down the floor, it kind of looks like he's got mist, this mist on the the bottom of the stage there. Oh, fog machine? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like a fog machine at first. And he's talking about somebody tried to uh, uh, sue him, you know, a little slip and fall lawyer action there Mm. that... You know uh, that they were sitting so close, and that their child breathed these vapors, and just causing all kinds of health problems for them. And so he picked it up. And he's like, you know, so I just wanted to let you know that you know you're in danger of breathing water Dangerous. vapor. And it holds up. And it looks like a penguin. Yeah. It's just a humidifier. Oh. <laughs> it's because like, wow, it's, water vapor. How dangerous is that? Yeah, yeah. it's probably might be tap water. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're in, in Detroit, probably that's terrible for you. Well, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't drink the water. There, Actually, so. it's like, Beth and I have noticed something weird about tap water. It's like, everywhere we go... Yeah. It, it's like, I don't know if Fresno water is just different and we're used to that, so everywhere else, mm. or if everywhere else just has really bad tap water. It's like you go somewhere else, the tap water tastes terrible. It's like, okay, so is this actually how tap water is supposed to taste? Yeah. And the tap water in Fresno is just worse, but we, we're used to it. So that's how we think tap water is supposed to taste. Lily Bell, you okay? Yeah, she closed it. Oh. Yeah. She's had enough. <laughs> had enough of you there, ghost. Yeah, because it's like every time we go to, we've been to Disneyland, you know, you drink some yeah. tap water there. It, it tastes awful. It tastes it, like there's... It's well, salty. Yeah. Maybe like, because... Here in Fresno, they actually like do the whole you know uh, chlorination process. Good, I don't know. Maybe our because I because not not just you know different places, but other places here in the valley. Yeah, oh, or even uh, even when we went to the coast. Yeah, yeah. We're just so accustomed to what is it like a, if it's if it's brown, drink it down. If it's, if black, it's black, send it back. <laughs> back. <laughs> I say that all the time. It just uh. it just comes out of nowhere. Like I'll see, you. yeah. And we're having black coffee. That's what's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sending this back. You no, no. Uh, all right. I had See, a... this is the, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It tastes icky. It has a, an odd taste. It's like I just thought it was because of the microwave, but I was like, yeah. No, no. It's like we ran out of our normal coffee, and somebody gifted us this. We're like, okay, cool. This will get us over- through until we go get more coffee. And oh, it's yeah. Like, this tastes icky. Yeah, you know, this is more like, it's I got to go get coffee now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a motivator. But I'm used to having gross things in my mouth, so it don't really bother me. Gas ain't cheap, man. I get it. <laughs> hey, you do a couple stints in juvie, you know, you, you learn a few things of survival. I was going to say, is this alleyway action or is this garden hose action? <laughs> should have eaten the mint first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or no, should, yeah, shouldn't have eaten the mint. Should have eaten the mint first, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, oh yeah, now I remember what I was it, it wouldn't surprise me if siphoning is becoming a thing again. No, oh, no, I saw on the news that that like they're drilling holes in people's gas tanks. You know how oh, yeah. the, the catalytic converters are the big you know plate they've gone up and like in the last couple of years. Oh yeah. Well now like because of the, it, it's dumb. It's like not even a dollar more people, but they act like it's the, the, the end of maybe times. That's, things. Maybe that's what happened to your mom's car. 
She had a whole Maybe. tetris. Hook. She had she caught some guy underneath the hood of it, and then yeah. she noticed the big puddle in the back of her car. Was it gas or oil? Or? She I said it smelled like gas. I gotta go check it out tomorrow. Maybe that's what happened. Just light a match. If it flashes, that's gasoline. If it starts to slowly burn and it's hard for you to put out, that's probably oil. <laughs> it's a good test. It's a good, it's good test. test. Yeah. Either way, I have a fire extinguisher. Yeah. It, it, oh yeah, that that should be um, rule number yeah, one. Yeah. You will, you got the, you know if you don't feel like playing with fire, you can do the taste test. You, know, you just put your finger <laughs> yeah. in there, take a small lick. If it burns your nostrils, that's probably gasoline. If it just kind of burns your tongue a little, that's just <laughs> yeah. oil. Yeah. See, you think he's joking, but he does that. Well, no, it's, he's immune to it by now, guaranteed. Yeah. In, in, in the gasoline wars, they're going to be siphoning his blood and diluted to get the gas out. That was from Mad Max. Speaking of, that's where I got it from. Uh, all right, now I remember. So, all right, last oh, week. The last uh, Fury Road? Yeah. Mad I haven't seen that. Quit I've watched it like him. seven times. Him. No, let's talk about Mad Max. It's, it's legit one of my top ten movies of all time. Like somehow, like, okay. Which which one of the four, or just the series? No, Mad Max like, Fury Road. Is Fury Road? I, I love the other ones. Okay. Yeah, specifically though, that's one of my top ten movies of all okay. time. That'd be on one of my like favorite series, maybe even Beyond Thunderdome. You ever seen that? That one's so. Of course, I have. I, well, I have. Well, I have the first three on um, cassette. It's it's wow VHS. I got it on on eight millimeter. That you put it in the adapter and then put it in. <laughs> eight millimeter. What's up? She's over there peeking around the corner. Yes. Hi, sweetie. By eight millimeter, do you mean the the, the DVD doing? or the Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah. That's is, the that, is that the approximate diameter of a Blu-ray? Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I have no clue. I remember so last week my sister had a baby shower and it was mm-hmm. the most people i've seen in a long it was quite frightening but i was the babysitter so it was okay <laughs> but the thing was my sister told me like the week leading up to it to to get a hawaiian shirt there like is that why uh, lj was wearing the yeah. cute little hawaiian shirt. yeah that's why he was wearing <laughs> shirt. something i could have borrowed one of mine oh i ended up going to like a thrift store or something yeah like that's where okay, he got his <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look at the tag. It's gonna say um, MD on it. <laughs> it's either you or a doctor. No, no, no. Only nerds put their underwear, name on their underwear. Only on the underwear. <clears throat> or geeks. Not even nerds. Geeks. <laughs> Dumb nerds and geeks. Nerd. Oh my god, I did that to a guy at work. <laughs> I've done it before because just whenever they do something geeky, oh, oh, it's just. Do you fun, play Elder Scrolls? Um, Skyrim. Skyrim? Okay, I mean, yeah, Skyrim. I have all 20 versions of it, yeah, that's been okay, released. Okay, I need yeah. you to do something for me. Find a guy whose gamer tag is Thaco, T-H-A-C-O. We talked about him last time, right? No. No. Wasn't no. Find, but Tha- find him and tell him he's a nerd. <laughs> find him, tell he's a nerd, and then beat him mercilessly. And tell him to, tell him to um, stop playing and, and go say, take a shower. Yeah. No. And, and get back to work. Yeah, and just just work. before you kill him. I'm watching you jump. Says hi. <laughs> oh, just creep him out, and then he'll know exactly what you mean. That'll be like instead of what do they do that thing, um, tea bagging him. That'll just be like put a little note on him, like says hi. Hi. Well, so I got a, a, a Hawaiian shirt, but then as people start showing up, people started asking her, and it turns out 
it wasn't really it's it's a, like a flamingo Hawaiian theme, but only us in the family had Hawaiian shirt. Nobody else had a Hawaiian shirt. So she tricked Aww. me. She tricked me into wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So I'm sitting there wearing a <laughs> Yeah, I just figured it was a flamingo theme. I mean you sent me all those pictures of flamingos and the inv- invitation had yeah. flamingos. Picture of on LJ it. buried, where did he flamingo? <laughs> oh where did, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Fl- flamingo or something. It's funny because you just see a small foot sticking out yeah. from the pile. Yeah, that's what kinda like and you you he follow like one eye sticking Yeah, like through like one of the necks yeah it was, he was probably so confused well he was asleep i think <laughs> oh, okay good um it's but yeah what we used to do to lily yeah what well, i thought is is kind of like messed up because i mean my my wardrobe or my fashion is very shoddy as it is so for me to wear a hawaiian shirt was just, it's just asking for trouble but yeah so i'm wearing a hawaiian shirt did you get any pictures in it there's one picture that like I, you know they were trying to get everybody together whatever and i and we got had the family kind of and i was holding the lj and and I was like, just just hurry up and take it. Just don't let me see it. Hurry up and take <laughs> oh, it. You can watch on Twitter. <laughs> Put it all. Bl- no, yeah. use it as your dating profile. Chicks love guys. You in know, Hawaiian, the, the, like. Kids. Oh, what yeah. if I put that and I put oh, yeah. life of the party? <laughs> Even though I have that dour face, you know. Oh, that's where I'll put my Photoshop skills and I'll put a big Cheshire cat <laughs> grin on there. There you go, man. Because nice. you holding, holding, it's like me with holding my nephew smiling. and you, know, you got the bright shirt on. That's charming, dude. <laughs> and I'm also going to Photoshop a dog in there. <laughs> Just because. So, you know, well, you kid. don't need to. Your parents have dogs. <laughs> go <laughs> yeah, get one. But it's easier, it's easier to Photoshop them than a, than a thing. <laughs> yeah. Than a picture of them. Hey, well, hey, I mean, if they bite you like they bite me, I mean. <laughs> yeah, she was out for blood that day. And well, and she bit that old lady. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that was well, at least it wasn't just me. Was, he, <laughs> yeah. was the old lady white, too? I don't know. <laughs> she was white as a dog. ghost when I saw her, so. I mean. <laughs> Damn, that dog was a little, re- I don't know, Raza well, activist she, or what? She, she dashed. I mean, like, from what it like, sounded she like. She didn't hesitate. She, like, ran up to me full speed and, like, started baby. baby. My ankles. Didn't pause, Hi, didn't sweetie. warn, just straight up went, like, mm. I'm going for the ankles. Oh, Hi, man. sweetie. Uh, What's up? And it's kind of funny because the, the dog, the, the male dog, for a while, he was running back and forth. And I saw him running to the door, like, twice. It's kind of funny watching dogs slam into a, a glass door. Because we have, like, a... That is hilarious. Well, I saw it twice. That's what's funny, like, because the door was open. I walked in, and, and all of a sudden, and I'm walking, in, like, the screen door's here, and the other door's over there. And he comes in through the garage, and you just see him, like, kind of turn. He just goes, whomp, right into the door. And I look over, and I go over there. Toby, what the hell, man? Like, seriously? And so a little while <laughs> to later... To be honest, kids do that, too. But I mean, like full speed, it was just hilarious the way he just slammed right into it. Because I watched, you know, Fail Army or the little oh, uh, thank videos. You, oh man, those are ter- those are horribly addictive. Fail Army videos. Well, the thing is, like, if I don't want to sit and get a plot, I'll just throw that on and just like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, I've seen that one thirty times, but okay, it's still funny. You know, yeah, once you, in a while. Yeah, you only have to you only watch them once in a while. After a while, it gets repetitive. Yeah, you can't sit there for an hour or nothing like that. Like some weirdo. Oh, let's get, let's get this story going. Huh? Yeah, let's uh. Let's see. What, oh uh, my gosh! Yeah. Got a message from space. Oh, didn't we say that's the plant from um? Little shop of horrors. Little shop of yeah. horrors. Yeah. Yeah. Message from space. So long and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for <laughs> all the goodies. Oh, how about gobble up a good book? That's a message from space. Um, okay, I don't remember what was happening, but let's read this part. I think did we I do the? We, you just got onto a spaceship and anyway, it's about decided, to take off. I decided to stay on the ship because I didn't want to be stuck in what might have been the exhaust p- tunnel. The oh, tunnel we came yeah. in might have been the exhaust tunnel. Yeah, well, check this out. So this is um, within a few minutes, the crystal ship is heading toward outer space. You signal the Aloha. 
the sh- captain radios at the Aloha will follow the crystal ship. Oh. Okay. Emergency! The ship's display screen flashes. Activate hyper time drive. The next thing you know, Altair is so far away it looks like any other bright star. There's a printout on the screen. Hyper time drive destroyed by antimatter storm. Time to new planet 650 years. Human lifespan insufficient for voyage. How will we survive, you ask? Hibernation chamber available survival chances for Alanian travelers 99.7%. For humans, insufficient data. Delay in hibernation decreases chances of survival. The Alanians, you say, they must be the people who built this ship. Dr. Vivaldi decides to try hibernation. She enters the chamber and in a few minutes seems to be sleeping peacefully. <laughs> I can just imagine, you know, like they do um, um, death row when they inject them. Mm-hmm. I just imagine her inside just go, oh my God, it's so much pain. And he's like, oh, she looks peaceful. <laughs> yeah. You're tempted to follow, but there's no sign of the Aloha and you are anxious to learn whether it survived the antimatter storm. If it did and you can make contact, perhaps it can rescue you. If you try to contact the Aloha, turn to page 112. If you enter the hibernation chamber, turn to page 1-6. I'm not even going to look because I'll be tempted to Let's try to contact the ship first. See if they'll help you? Yeah, see if, you know, I can, you know, because they were going to try and follow the ship. So if I try and contact them, that should be at least give them a heading to try and catch up. But, so, you left the ship behind in the previous choices, right? So we left them behind and now they're kind of catching up. They're going to try to, yeah. 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 So I... On these books, I don't know why I always get that feeling like, you know. Oh, I'm just expecting death. <laughs> yeah, whenever. Yeah, that's the best I way mean, to do cause it. I mean, because that's what happened in, you know. Uh, the racing one? The racing yeah. one, I was disqualified almost immediately. And then in the Wild West one that you guys, you two did. Yeah. It was just like death at every time. Yeah. Like everything you did, death. Do you put on your, your. Um, it's like. How do you put on your boots? Do you put on your sock and then your boot on each shoe and each foot? Or do you put your socks first and then your boots? And they're like. One of those ways you're going to die, man. Yep. It's worse than Deadly Danger Dungeon. <laughs> Deadly Danger Dungeon? Um, AVGN, Angry Video oh. Game Nerd. It's a game he made when he was a child, and it was, like, <laughs> sadistic. It's like, everything you did, die. And there's no way to win. What's no like that? I don't know what um, what he was reviewing, but he's like, you die, you die, you die. Anywhere you go, you die. And it's like, you keep uh, showing all these death scenes. Silver Surfer. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Okay, I thought it was Silver, Silver Surfer. <laughs> That line from Heavy Metal, you die, she dies, everyone, everyone dies. <laughs> Very nonchalant. Yeah. So we're contacting the Aloha. Yeah. Did you yeah. say Aloha, Aloha? Yeah. No, no, you say good morning. <laughs> you might see. Just you, to be funny. You Just desperately to be... try to locate the Aloha with the crystal ship's radio telescope. Meanwhile, the ship's computer provides you with information about life on the third planet from Altair. You learn that the crystal ship was indeed built by the Elanians, who were the gifted inhabitants of the third planet. They lived on the land, under the sea, and even in a city in the sky. Years ago, they discovered that antimatter might annihilate Altair and all its planets, so they left the Altair system in their crystal ships. Makes in a sense. few hours, the computer has told you everything you could want to know about the third planet. Wow, in a few hours. Man, I'm sure he retained all that information, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, she's in the hibernation pod. You'd be surprised what a blow can get done with just him and a computer. Just, get, just <laughs> a few hours. distractions. Yeah. <laughs> can, like, repopulate the Earth. Now there's little for you Soul to do. Cold fusion. <laughs> but look out at the stars and continue to monitor the radio telescope. Dr. Vivaldi is still sleeping peacefully, and you begin to think more and more about entering the hibernation chamber. The computer, when consulted about hibernation, will only tell you that to maximize your chances of survival, you must enter the chamber immediately. 
yet you feel that if you wait just a little while longer, you will surely locate the Aloha. Oh, they're just pushing you, man. <laughs> if you keep trying to contact the Aloha, turn to page 104. If you enter the hibernation chamber, turn to page 116. So it's pushing us to that 116. I don't know. I'm not liking the Yeah, the that must be the end of the yeah. story. These pushy wooshies. Yeah. Uh... Considering how some of our other stories have gone this one's gone longer than any oh of yeah them. yeah <laughs> no, i'm just amazed we're in the last pages kind of but i don't know if that counts you know I, i'm i'm like i said i'm expecting death at every turn here well this will be the the cliffhanger which is why you're still alive yeah i was thinking about that it's like yeah this is getting princess bride <laughs> every step you take you just oh god there's I death everything is a trap which is why i'm still alive <laughs> so what are we gonna do um, if it ends, it's gonna end. But like, if there's still choice after this, then count our blessings. Continue trying to check, contact the ship. Yeah, because uh, more interesting. I, I, I'm I, I'm glad you noticed that. It's like, yeah, page one sixteen keeps coming up. So we're just gonna try to avoid that. Because I, I, I just I know. have a feeling that that's death. Yeah, come on, well, don't you want to like not death and definitely the end of the story. Yeah, it's like uh. Remember when he's fighting the when Homer they're fighting the Yakuza or the mobs find the Yakuza and he's like that one guy that's just standing quiet is like he's just standing there. <laughs> you know when he he's does just, something it's gonna, gonna be, be great. Forgiveness, yeah, that's my favorite. Like forgiveness, please, please. He yeah. just runs back and, and he just runs out. Uh, that's when I, I say that like forgiveness, please. All right, so if you keep trying to contact the Aloha, turn to page one hundred four. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, that's what we're doing. One hundred four. The hours stretching the days. The days stretching the weeks. Now you have waited so long that the computer tells you your chances of surviving hibernation are nearly zero. You can only hope that somehow your crystal ship will reach the new planet before you grow old and die. Or that you will at least at last find the Aloha. Or that something will happen to fix the ship's hyper time drive device. But the months go by and nothing changes. You grow more and more depressed as you sit and wait. And finally, disoriented by the incredible loneliness of outer space, you lose all will to survive. Wow. So either way, the the what does one sixteen say? Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna let's see. It's the end too. Ain't <laughs> yeah, that see, a bastard? Well, no fine. way to win. No All way right. to win. Well, well, since we did that, let's see. Uh, so we're gonna try the hibernation chamber. Yeah. What? Yeah. Page one sixteen. You take a last look around. Thank the computer. It is the very last page of the book, so that's cool. Oh. Thank the computer for its help and step into the hibernation chamber. Sunlight floods through the windows of your ship. You rub your eyes and stretch, trying to remember where you are and when it is, and even who you are. The sun here is not the super brilliant white disk of Altair. It looks more like Earth's sun. You notice a familiar figure looking down at you. It is Dr. Vivaldi. She helps you out of the hibernation chamber, and you wander about the ship, peering out the windows at your new surroundings. A fresh breeze blows in. A bird that looks like a blue jay flies by. You see a small animal running along the ground. It looks like a chipmunk. I'm very happy that you are awake, Dr. Valdi says. We are on the new planet. The computer was badly damaged when we landed, so we're on our own, somewhere, sometime. You hardly hear what she is saying because you are lost in thought, staring at a crumpled tin can on the ground on which you can clearly see the words Coca-Cola. The <laughs> end. So this has just been a commercial for Coca-Cola. <laughs> brought to you by So Musk. my choices were slipping into madness and death or Planet of the Apes. Great. Well, there's nobody on the planet. It's you and Dr. Volvi. Yeah. So straight up Adam and Eve, you know, yeah, Coca-Cola can. So yeah, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. They oh, came back man. to Earth, but it's not the Earth we know. Exactly. Until he sees the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah you blow it up. You, you bastard. Yes. 
<laughs> oh man i love how often they reference that in archer <laughs> do they oh constantly yeah well i haven't watched in a while but i don't, I don't remember well she's been quiet we can go check, yeah, on, go her. check on her yeah yeah <laughs> when we're, we're she just... gets quiet that's when i worry and we'll start the show yeah Tony Shava, your jive as alien with Beth the Supreme Deity. And as always, the co host of Mad Miscellaneous Mark. Mm-mm, we didn't, we have special, special background appearances by the, the cute little one. She's our um, intermission um, singer, you know, like our holy music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're, I think this is the last episode we did about. Fresno, but we're just so excited about Fresno, and we love, we love <laughs> being in Fresno so much. Uh, but I came across yeah, right this article. It's actually a very good time to be in Fresno. The weather's fun. Yeah, for yeah, like two weeks before. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, wait yeah. till next week. I said that, uh, I said I, that it worked, too. <laughs> all joking aside, next week we are supposed to hit, like, high 80s. So, yeah, enjoy today. Or yeah. it's high and, 60s. And then pure clear, <laughs> so like That's the That's I said it worked. It's like, well, we've had our two weeks of, of spring, time for summer. Which is funny, because I don't think spring's officially begun yet. I think it's no, it this, com- this coming week. Oh. Well, the yeah. equinox is tomorrow. Oh, yeah, the ver- yeah, I think it's the, the 20th. Spring, spring begins? Is that on the 20th? Yeah. yeah, and we're not on the 19th, so it begins tomorrow. Yeah. So that means summer will start tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, bear in mind that the Gregorian calendar that we use now, this was all designed in the Mediterranean. Oh, right, right. And they yeah. have a completely different weather pattern than we do here in California. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think actually uh, California. in the Central Valley, because the Central Valley has a different weather pattern than the rest of California. I was about to say, yeah. anywhere, it changes no matter where you are in the country. There are some places that have a spring and a fall, and they're very lovely. Lucky. Lucky. And I would like to, you know, live in a place that has a spring and a lucky, fall. But no, we just have yet. winter two. and summer. Winter and summer. the brief yeah. transition between the two. The two-week transition, yeah. I mean, I've already switched in and out of shorts like four times oh, in the I last know. two been, weeks. Because <laughs> like, yay, it's sun. And like, oh, no it's sun. Like, do I need a t-shirt or a thermal? Come on. You flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. flip a coin and get dressed, you know. Other places are much more volatile. And it's like volatile, it's cold but. in the the morning and warm in the afternoon so like i have you know lily when she goes to school she wears her jacket and if she wears her jacket she wears it all day she will not take it off until she gets home Mm -hmm. so i have to like send her in like light shirts underneath her jacket because i know she's not going to take that jacket off and it's going to be way hot later yeah 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 i I do kind of the same thing to myself in the morning you know i got a t-shirt my work shirt and that's that but then a good sturdy coat over it because i know i'm going to take that coat off after a while yeah eventually by like 11 10 30 11 something like that i'm just like okay i'm hot now <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well see Speaking fortunately like the- there are some fictional people from fresno that don't have to deal with the weather uh but yeah it's kind of neat i had heard i can't remember off the top of my head but a couple there's one on here i think but movie somewhere where like mm-hmm. uh somebody says the name or says like what are you from fresno or something and you get all like oh i live there <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because i was going through that list once you sent it to me and mm-hmm. very few of those Use Fresno in a positive sense. Some of them do. <laughs> well, well, that's it's like Fresno is like you know, it's like oh, you're from Fresno. <laughs> well, when I first moved here, I used to you know hear or even people say that Fresno is just the stop between San Francisco and L.A. You know. They're- pretty and, much is and these to be well it, if you're from one of those places that's the view because that, yeah i mean bay, the bay and la places snobs 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, snobs. true that, true But, but kind of keeping on, it's funny keeping on that weather sense. You know, when you go to L.A. and it's like seventy-two year round. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it's always funny because you go from here, like summertime, you go over there and it's, you know, seventy-eight, and people are like, "Oh my God, it's so hot out here." I'm like, "You shut your damn face, man." Yeah. It's like yeah, we go to <laughs> after being in our hundred and fifteen here during the summers, we go to some place at seventy-eight. We're like, shade. oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Well, summertime, I'm always looking at, you know, at the calendar and I'm always seeing, is there any day we're going to get that's not triple digits? Oh, so that's a I relief. For, when I see 99, I go like, oh, Woo-hoo, baby. Yeah, triple digits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Summer's coming to an end. Yeah, summer's getting, it's like <laughs> July the 3rd or something. It's like I the days the, are getting shorter. Yeah. When I was driving Lyft, I loved the looks of people's faces. They're like, oh, my God, is it always this hot here? I was like, no, yeah. just give it a few more months. There'll be ice on everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, people start <laughs> they, they, they like. Is this guy pulling our leg? <laughs> yeah, people that are from different cities, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're from the San problem with the, like going to places like San Francisco and um, L.A., you know, it's like, yeah, the temperatures are low, but the humidity is way up there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's still not comfortable. Yeah, because in L.A., I've been there when it's like in the 80s or something, and it's humid. And, I mean, you step outside, and you're just kind of like, yeah, I just drenched. It's like I've I've had times like that when we've gone to Disneyland. It's like okay, cool, tank top. You know, it's you know high seventies. You know, it's, it's gonna be a beautiful great, day. But I'm yeah. still like sweating because just of all the humidity. It's just like, you still feel. Well. Yeah, that's why L.A. people smell. Um, <laughs> well, have you seen the L- they bathe in the L.A. River? Have you seen the L.A. River? It's like there's no stream. L.A. River. There's no L.A. <laughs> well, river. there's aqueducts, but they have like you know, a little stream. To, to use their main weapon against us, movies. It's like yeah, the L.A. Amazing. aqueduct. Is there ever water in the L.A. aqueduct? There's always I the cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the where movie. they do drag racing. That's there, there's <laughs> yeah. never water. There's in even there. that episode of um, Top Gear where they're going through Southern California and like they thought we should go visit a famous storm drain. <laughs> oh yeah, they go and play around in the aqueduct. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> there's still no water. In I'm the assuming aqueduct. that's illegal. Like I've never. Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, I see in the movies but i'm like i'm sure they get permits yeah in fact, i remember there was a movie uh tv show i think it was i think it was bones you know it was one of those crime investigation tv things. show tv show yeah bones yeah, yeah um i think it was that one but it was you know one of those crime scene investigation shows that's like the drip that the aqueduct had been dry for so long that there was some time enough for somebody to like break the concrete and bury somebody oh, underneath the concrete. underneath that <laughs> Lay more concrete, and then they went down there and found, you know, the crime scene thing. People found it there. Wow. That's how, like, banded it is. But let's read a, a list of uh, 10 fictional Fresno residents. Uh, the first one, I've seen this movie before, and it's classic, but uh, Escape from New York. Good old uh, Snake yeah. Plissken. Yeah. So Kurt Russell know- in one of his baddest. Uh, I'm going to have to like hand this over to you two mostly because I, I haven't, the only one on that list I've seen is the very last one. So. Well, that's even better. But um, what I, what I found hilarious is that escape from New York is exact was like the beta test for escape from LA. Yeah. But escape from LA was like terrible. If I remember like it was just sort wait, of, wait, wait, which one came first? New York came first. Yeah. Yeah. But LA was the one that got all the publicity. I don't know, because I remember it was like, it, it didn't have that same sort of uh, like co- like coolness to it or something. I remember why you had um, um Isaac Hayes. Remember he was a bad guy? Uh, was he? Chef, yeah. <laughs> God, I, I mean, back I, before you was Shaft? This yeah. is like, I no, remember was, seeing both after. of those back when I was in like junior high. Okay, yeah, I saw so. it some years ago, but I, I remember, you know, <laughs> oh, after first Shaft, off, Snake, <laughs> Snake Plissken, you know, he has a, a cool eye patch, so that alone makes him a, a cool. Oh, yeah. But he's kind of like I the anti-hero. Cool. Yeah, 
But he's kind of an anti-hero. And I don't know, we're just like celebrating him. Well, but I think that was his divergence, you know, that he could trying to be an action star, trying to get away from the character that he'd been typecast into as being, you know, like Mickey Mouse Club. Because wasn't he in, or something like that? Kurt, Kurt Russell? Russell was founded by Walt Disney, and he was in a number Whoa. of Dis- early Disney movies, especially when he was a child. Mm. But I don't think I don't he was ever that. in the Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. But he was like part of that sort of... Uh, Clean, Cute. squeaky, fun, yeah, like squeaky, clean yeah. movies. Yeah, but as a child. So he's like, pluck my out and let me get trapped in. It's in like New York. what was it? Um, the computer wore tennis shoes or something like that. I think he was in that. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. computer wore tennis shoes. That is the name of a movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. I think I remember that movie. Well, for, so in this I think movie, it was even it had a small part in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Some like yeah, as a child nautical movie or yeah. something. Yeah, I remember him being in something like that, but. Anyway, the star of this movie is a Fresno Bob, who they just mentioned him as a buddy of Snake Plissken. Uh, and Snake indicates that Fresno Bob met a violent end, which is it's pretty ap- appropriate for Fresno. And that's well, it. Yeah. They just said, like, yeah, here. Go you. The Computer War Tennis Shoes, 1969, American comedy film starring Kurt Russell, Cesar Romero, Joey, Joe Flynn, and William Schott. <laughs> Why do you look like Cesar Romero? Because you don't know what Cesar Chavez looks like. <laughs> What Cesar Chavez looks like. Yeah. I watched that episode the other day. It's always great. <laughs> Anyways, well, back I'll, to the list. Well, we yeah. throw that in, like, I'll be quirky. I always throw that, that's always my little line. So, Fresno Bob, um, he, he belongs at the bottom. I mean, he's just like, hey, Bob. Yeah. And what one, Bob. So, Bob. You do this, Bob? Uh, number nine, we have Sliders. Did you guys ever watch Sliders? I watched Sliders. I, I thought that was cool. It comes, it comes on on Comet on the regular TV, and I'll flip around and I'll try to watch. I just don't get for it. For everyone um, that doesn't know it, Sliders was cool enough for Family Guy to parody. There was Stuart and Brian were like slipping between dimensions. They had that remote. They couldn't get home. And it's like, oh, we had it on shuffle. That's what those two oh. arrows meant. That was basically <laughs> the right. premise of that show was that he had this like device that they would slide between parallel universes yeah. and they were trying to get home. Oh. The guy that made it got sucked into it and he's trying. something happened and he, just, he can't get home. So he just like and he ends up gathering all these friends or people who are also going with him. He just wants to get back to his reality. Well, I always thought, like, when I see the commercials or, like, spoken about it, I, it to me, it feels like Quantum Leap. Like, the guy traveling Kinda? through. Yeah, see, that's why I thought this was, like, it was connected somehow. It's, it is. Traveling through Traveling worlds. through realities. Well, he was trying to get to an earlier time in his past to correct yeah. something. Yeah. But, of course, something goes wrong and he ends up sli- sliding through. He must have sat on a dinosaur. He wasn't going somewhere. through different realities, but he was going through different time times. periods. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, similar but So, different. Sliders is com- is like parallel universes? Is going yeah. through like, oh, okay. That makes sense. That's the theme of today, the parallel universes. It's uh, a thing. Well, could be. And this show was on for quite a while because in season nine episode or season five episode nine there was a character who was a military brat that credited beautiful fresno california as one of her many hometowns one of her many yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it would be her number one but that's the thing well maybe she's from selma but you know <laughs> or clovis, maybe she's clovis, clovis you know, something yeah. in the fresno area yeah fresno adjacent you know well i mean north fresno <clears throat> north selma is pretty much south fresno <laughs> yeah yeah I, when i drive like if i take a what's that road that goes like through it you know, or kind of going through Sanger, kind of going that way. But if you mm-hmm. cut like through that side of it, you just end up in Selma all of a sudden. It's like, how did how did I get here? You know, I did not <laughs> intend to get here. Uh, but yeah, 
like I said, when I first moved here, I always kind of heard all that negativity of Fresno, how like there's nothing or whatever. But the more you explore it, I, and I say with that with my best friend all the time that it's we're so centralized that you could go to like the coast, the mountains, that's true. the desert. You could yeah, go, you could go anywhere any climate in yeah. within yeah. like three or four hours. Yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah, it sucks the heat yeah. here, but if you really wanted to, you could go to you know Pismo or something and mm-hmm. go to yeah. the water. And you know what? People who's like, oh, there's nothing there. Well, you know what? So she, so you chic, so you find. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to yeah, find like something? Yeah, like the last episode we did, it's like all the things that were to do in Fresno. Yeah. And it, and like we didn't even cover them all. Yeah. I know we, we only got halfway through. through. Yeah, we yeah. only got halfway through the list. We filled the whole two, an old hour, so we didn't even have through the list. Stay tuned for next one. Uh, all right, and then. There was a, this is one was kind of weird because I never heard of this, but there was an actual a TV miniseries called Fresno. I watched in some of it last night. Oh, What'd you find? What's the one find? with Carol Burnett? Yeah, yeah. Carol Burnett. <laughs> I love her. If She's it's got awesome. Carol Burnett in it, you it's know you're in for a ride, man. It's funny that I'm a huge Carol Burnett fan, but mm-hmm. I haven't really seen like her shows. You know, I've seen like the clips. Carol Burnett show. Well, yeah, I've seen like clips or you know an episode or something, but I've never like sat there and watched a series with her. But like every time you see her, you're like. She's great. Like, just her, mm-hmm. her presence. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. look at her. She's just smirking all around. You can't hate on that yeah. person. Yeah. She's as American as Tom I, Hanks. I don't think there's anything she's done that was awful. Even when she uh, played the kangaroo in Horton Hears a Who, she did that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She can be the heroine. She can be the villain. She can do whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it, it to me, so it's, it's made up of the Kensington family. Kensington. Uh, Kensington family. Uh, she's one of the characters. China. There's a character called China. That's nice. Uh... But didn't you say it's like just uh take every trope from every like bad movie yeah. or bad sitcom and they did this on purpose. I was reading the pre- I read the premise. What's well, eighty six? So you figure you know they were still like this is the way to make it. Well, no, they were do they were going for cheese. Yeah, well, kind of okay. like Army of Darkness. Yeah, they were trying to parody the sitcoms. You know the you know General Dram- Hospital drama shows and well, things look, like that. Well, like this part. So it, the series portrays the Kensington family raising growing business and the uh-huh. drama associated with making a success, which. Because well, the Central Catholic. Valley is huge. On there used to be a holiday, Raisin Day here. Yeah, Raisin Day used to be like oh, uh, the Raisin both. Festival used to be way bigger than the Fresno Fair. It was like the you know event of the year. So what the hell happened? I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to know that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna like mark the calendar like and make that, sure that, I celebrate. I'm that. Taking this to Congress. That book you lent us talked about it a lot. Yeah. 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 And it's also in my other history book. Somewhere. Fresno book. Yeah. yeah. It's buried in that pile there. Pile of, uh, pile of books. We always have pile of books. Well, so I, I picture, even though I never watched it, but it, so it makes sense about being a parody. But like Dallas, the famous oil tycoon show, I think it was a soap. I think they were kind of going for that because you know it was like you know the the raising growing tycoon. You know, is trying to get rid of the the new guy in town. Trying to out muscle somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were trying to parody all the shows, and they had you know tropes. You know. We they, they I've watched most of the first. It's only a four part miniseries, so I watched a good portion of the first episode. Where was it again, or where'd you watch it? Uh, it's um, on YouTube. YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I'm, you can I'm find it on YouTube. It. Yeah, I'm gonna look it's it a, up. Somebody put together. Um, I'm I forgot the name of the channel now. It's a uh, he put it together all the episodes and it's in like a four hour block. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch all of it. I'm gonna watch that. But um, I forgot to look it up. I have it in my cert, my view history. I'll send it to you. And um, you know, it's like okay. Everything depends on this new breed of raisins. It's like, <laughs> rather than putting raisins in your cereal, why not put the cereal in the raisin? In the raisin <laughs> You know, you see a guy just eat it. It's like, 
it's got a kind of a weedy, wheat, nutty, honey, nut yeah, flavor. Yeah, that little sweet, yeah. You know, and so, okay, you know, you think of Raisin Bran cereal. They put the bran in the raisins. Yeah. because the, a new breed of raisin. Because the bran is gross, you know, it's flavorless. Yeah, no one so likes the bran. That's why they put raisin. Yeah, yeah to, to flavor it up. In. Right. So they put the bran in the raisins. They were going to, you know, that's what they were going to do to save their farm from the guy who's trying to take over the whole raisin industry in the valley. The, the raisin... Um, so, yeah. so what do they do? Of course, they load up their only their only amount of these raisins yeah. in the back of their truck, put one guy <laughs> in driving this thing. They have to get it to the put to the patent office that day, or all is lost. Yeah, put one guy in this truck and send him on his way. So of course it gets stopped, and you know ambushed by all of three guys standing in the middle of a dirt road that you could have easily gone around these guys and kept going but of course he stops and he is somehow saved by a man known Mm -hmm. and they they you know bully him in cheesy horrible dialogue yeah that could have been in any bad movie Mm -hmm. drama movie from the 60s or 70s but they Um, did in the 80s you know they they trashed the supply of these new raisins and then they see a guy coming in from the distance with it, you know, muscle man. Oh wow! You know, blue jeans and his white t-shirt, but he's got his t-shirt slung over sex. one shoulder. Doesn't even do anything. He's just strutting down and walking towards these guys, and that scares off the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Like it's like, oh my god, this is so cheesy. It's great. Well, well I like sort of the one up man, you know, where it's like the one guy, and then he gets stopped by the three guys, but he gets stopped by this like um, this one guy. Yeah, this one guy. And, and you know, and he's known only as torch <laughs> that's his name it's like what is your name thank you for saving us what is your name torch <laughs> you know that's not as bad as uh batman's alter ego matches malone matches malone yeah, that's his when he goes undercover in the in the criminal underground he puts on this little fake mustache and little um uh what a oh, newspaper little, hat yeah oh okay yeah and, and his, his nickname is matches malone that's his batman's bruce wayne's uh underground sergeant malone or sausage Mahoney. Sausage Mahoney. Sausage Yeah, it's always it, it's a terrible, <laughs> you know, like and oh, oh yeah, of course he carries a little match in his in his mouth, you know. Uh, Matches Malone. I like. The, I'm guessing the the criminals are like, there's no way you know somebody would use that as an undercover stupid ass name. Like that's <laughs> that guy's definitely. Didn't he crooked. like get caught a couple times? Oh, every time I think. Well, in the cartoon, he gets caught. Like, there's one where he gets yeah. like uh, knocked out and he loses his memory. And so he he doesn't even know he's matched them all. I think he just doesn't know who's Batman.